What is this called? A sync? An audio sync? Sync clap. Sync, sync clap. Guys, sync clap. Let's leave this in the cut. Okay, and three, two, one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oof, what a clap. That's wow. beautiful. All power. right. All right. Sorry about that. Um, let's just uh, let's just get started. I wrote you guys a song. Oh, you ready? So thoughtful. Here, here, I'll kick you off with this popping of my natty here. Oh, that just Ooh. feels good. Is that a natural light? It's a natural la croix. La oh, a la a croix. Okay, I thought you were you were taking me back to the college <laughs> days. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Um, Is this Stacy's mom? Welcome back to the Corridor Digital Podcast. How's everybody doing? Great. Woo. Woo. Oh, Woo. so excited. I'm feeling good. I hope that you guys are having a great day. I hope all the listeners are having a great day. And, uh, well, thanks for joining us once again. Um, in this round, we've got some uh, very special guests. Who do we have today? We've got Fenner. Is this your second time on the podcast, Fenner? Third time. The big wow. three. Wow. The big Ooh, three O. Can you believe it? Um, I can't believe it. I can't. It's well, not believable. I'm not going to believe that this is your third time. Yeah, so it's his second. Fair enough. Yeah. Welcome, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this is my second time. Right, we've got podcast. Jordan yeah. Allen. Okay, I was expecting applause. Ooh. Just to oh, be oh, consistent, sorry. you know, more than anything. <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, now it's I, like now I regret it. Now it just feels like it's, it's, like, it's your forced, third right? time. Here, you want one more? You really want one Give more? Give me one more. Just get it over with. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> great. 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 All right. Let's keep it going. And then we've got Nick Laurent. Don't clap. Woo! Don't clap. Don't, don't, don't clap. Woo okay. from this guy. <laughs> no clapping. No clapping. Only booze. I need, I'm fed by <laughs> negative. I need negative. Me. Yeah, I need haters in order to be motivated. All right, let's try that again with a boo. Can we yeah. please? And now, and now we've got Nick Laurent. Boo. 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 Cool. Boo. That's that same <laughs> Thank note. you, guys. Gosh. I have, a reason, I have a reason to get up tomorrow now, just to show you all. all. Right. Just to show the haters. <laughs> Nick every lives for the haters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's yeah, Nick, Nick gets up every morning and is just about to crush haters. Oh, yeah. Just negative comments, <laughs> just mm -hmm. yeah, asking for it. Um, have we posted recently on the uh, the uh, comment Hall of Fame? Any good ones since um, we last talked about that? There's a lot of good that? ones. Yeah, I feel like uh, with the AI videos, there's just so many like hot takes and so many emotions 
I saw know, one person say, why, why have you guys created hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, man. There's like, it's so funny because like, I think most people are just like stoked to see these, these ideas be made, you know, yeah. they're like, oh yeah, we can appreciate, you know, they're just, they're just trying new stuff. Like it's, it's not dangerous, but then there's a whole subset that are either like you guys are bringing humanity in the next into the like Skynet war. It's mm. all going to be on you. You're laughing now, but like, we're going to look back on this as yes. the dawn of the end of like this, like epoch. Zero Vegas. Yeah, exactly. AI rebellion. It's like, no. I mean, it Zero, all Zero with, does say some stuff with that is, Zero Vega, guys. Yeah. Zero Vega her. literally says some stuff that scares me. The beginning of the end. Yeah. You well, know? It, it's like once you make an influencer that can influence other AI robots, then yeah. you're screwed. Yeah. Because they need a leader. Jake, uh, Zierra got her jet ski, hey? Oh. Okay, so I want to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> the last time Fenner was in the podcast, we uh, we talked about something. We talked about whether or not uh, the audience could influence Zierra uh, to see if she would then like take on features, traits, ideals, things of this nature mm-hmm. from the audience. So we did a very simple experiment. We asked everybody in the comments uh, to start commenting regarding Zira's life as a professional jet ski racer. Wow. And sure sure enough, after enough of these comments, she started to take on this aspect of her life as if she now believed that she was a professional jet ski racer. That's crazy. Um, And she got one? She's been doing... And she's been doing posts she about jet one. skis. Like she lives she, in a mansion, she bought a jet. She did a story the other day. But she has nowhere to ride it, right? That's the sad part. Yeah. There's no water, you know. For now, for now. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's one. Here's one from uh, what was it, two days ago. I finally got my jet ski. Um, and she posted a story about this earlier. Um, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, so so we've been able. I don't know how this is functioning on like the AI node side, but we've been able to uh, say, "Hey, jet skis," and then so sure enough, crazy. jet skis. Sam's not here, so we can't speak to this. But I know that um, for the comments, like the replies to comments, that's not automated at this point. Like, oh, Sam, it's not automated. Sam is like. Typing it, he's like, okay, here's a, a cool comment. He throws it in the same Sierra AI, yeah. and then that makes the answer. And then, but you have to like still like manually put in oh, the, yeah. the comment because yes. like we don't. I mean, someday maybe we can get there, but it's not in the pipeline right now to like go through Instagram and then like weed through comments and then auto reply. I think Instagram so, actually blocks that. Like, yeah. Replies, okay. So, so totally we had a guy totally email do. us. We had a few people email us about this now. Ooh. People that say they can automate Sierra. Um, basically through uh, API use and then through Python. Dude, it's and, so cool. Uh, primarily through Python and then a few other methods is what some people that have reached out to us have said. So, Like the they can automate her further yeah. Yeah. than she is right now? Like, yeah. to, So she like, like can the do the comments button. and can the do true, the DMs as the well? Actual yeah. button. <gasps> the actual like, button. The actual button. The button was always kind of like a joke, right? Yeah. Like, it's pretty apparent in the video. It ends with like, it's like, okay, I tell, I press yeah. the button and Peter does it the work. Peter and you know, like, so <laughs> like the button's a joke, but the idea is real. I mean, it's basically all automated. You just have to manually, like manually prompt data here. Peter so to... it's like, you know, yeah. it, it just flipped. Like we're doing the robot work basically. Yeah. Um, but dude, that's so cool that people are reaching out. 
we should i mean i don't know if sam wants to like keep sarah going and keep like zero putting... getting pretty famous yeah, yeah. 16, it's followers. crazy how many, yeah. how many followers does she have now let's 16, check, her out. check her out she 16, was at, i think she was at 1300 when we launched the video nice. oh now yeah she's, she's got 16, she's got a, uh 1100 followers on which wait on instagram on Instagram. No, no, no. Oh, on Instagram, oh, she's sorry, at 16, sorry, I just refreshed. She's at 16,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 16. A difference okay. a woman can make, huh? She can start yeah. uh, doing ad uh, integrations now. right? That's that's the that's the ultimate. Is like, I have an AI that makes brand integration money for me. Would, but would you ever <laughs> want to turn off the filter for the comment responses? Because that checks and balance system obviously is... I make sure she's smart. not saying anything that, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. Well, I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm it, wondering if Sam yeah, wants to put more you don't want to be like, you don't want to be like, you know, patently horrible, obviously, um, or latently horrible, but you know, you do, you, there is a little bit of, I think, um, creative space for the fact that she is an AI, like it is an AI, mm-hmm. you know? And so there might be some things that like, she's gonna say that would be obviously like not okay for people to say and obviously we need to balance that and be aware of that and like you know apply all levels of scrutiny to that but there is a there is a thing that is weird in the sense that like this isn't this is not a person this is a computer so you know that that sort of like that has to be taken into consideration as well. Um, yeah. But obviously we can't just have it errantly posting anything all the time. However it wants to, that would be not only irresponsible, but also would probably light some light, some fires pretty quickly that you don't really want to light. Um, mm-hmm. Historically so, we've seen AIs when they're left to their own devices, they get kind of racist. They get pretty racist pretty <laughs> and quickly. Kind of like really <laughs> depressed. Yeah. And I mean, Sierra is already depressed, yeah. as yeah. you said. She's definitely depressed. She definitely I mean, has mental, there's definitely some mental health actually, uh, issues. You just it's said awful. something though, like we don't want her getting canceled, but like, don't we? Isn't that like the final Wouldn't circle it be of interesting, influence? Like, yeah. Zira apology video. She makes it to the top. She she has her like moment to shine. She she is influencing. She slaps, she slaps Chris Rock and then it's all Chris over Rock, after that. And then she says some <laughs> bad stuff and gets canceled. But that's like the life cycle of an influencer. It I is. Feel like. it, yeah. it is. Kind Not of. all influencers, yeah. but many of them. Yeah. It, it is interesting though that like that we we immediately are like applying our humanity to it. Yeah. Big time. Like, like this is a computer. If a computer says it, some effed up stuff, you know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. That's actually a good point. Cause it, it's effectively a mirror, isn't yeah. it? So if it's saying yes, bad things, then we've got to kind of right. look at ourselves and say, you know, well... Exactly. Yeah. But, but like, it, it, I think it reflects more yeah, on humanity it. than anything else, honestly. Yeah.
Ladies and gentlemen, one place that we go to anytime we need stock assets is Storyblocks. That's right. Courtesy of today's sponsor, Storyblocks. Anytime we need high quality 4K B-roll, images, audio, After Effects templates, and more is Storyblocks. Why? Well, there's a bunch of reasons. The first reason is they have a virtually unlimited library. That means every time we go to their site, there is something new for what we need for our videos. The second reason why we use Storyblocks is because all of the things in their library are royalty free. We have the peace of mind in knowing that anything we download through that unlimited all access plan is okay and good to go. And the third reason we use Storyblocks is as a creator, you are going to need a tool to make your videos more efficient. You're gonna run into the moments where you need, hey, I just need these little things to tie my story together and make it more complete, but they do it at such a higher level that it just, it just works for us. If you guys are interested in getting Storyblocks for yourself, you can head over to storyblocks.com slash corridorcast, or just click the link in the description below. I know I'm wearing a shirt that says .com slash corridorcrew, but that's just because it's kind of a joke. This one, go to storyblocks.com slash corridorcast, or just click the link in the description below. Uh, once again, huge thanks to Storyblocks for always sponsoring this show. It is truly a privilege and a pleasure to be able to tell you guys about them because we use them here every day. Um, and you know, if you're serious about creating, you may want to consider a stock asset resource and, uh, and we use Storyblocks. So anyways, uh, thanks for listening. And now let's get back to the podcast. Goes full Ultron. As long as it's it, it, it's it's fully autonomous, like at this point, Zera is like ninety eight percent autonomous. Obviously, there's like the little like manual input thing, and then there's the comments that are manual. So like, right, and and that's I think that's a good thing to have in place. Yeah, but like, yeah, it also means that if she does start spewing bad stuff, it's <laughs> like okay, we're liable because like we Cause did could. we did. Yeah. You know, no, have of course. that ability. Of course. So, and, like, and I think once you that commit to a... full AI autonomy, you're basically just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Effectively, <laughs> right now, Zira has a PR team. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I honestly filter. think the PR team is a good thing because I, I think it's it's all, given how much we've messed with GPT 3 yeah. at this point, which is her main speaking AI, like, it's pretty obvious, like, a, you know, all you got to do is like give it some key suggestions and all of a sudden it's off and running into the, you know, inflammatory territory yeah. very quickly. And, and, and obviously knowing that, like we want to steer her away from that, but, but, um, man, it's just so crazy. Like the fact that it. we were able to build this in like six <laughs> weeks. And, I absolutely love it. <laughs> it came from a joke on the podcast to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a great so idea. Weird. It's, it's really cool that like, well, all of us, but like that Sam especially can just like make these crazy ideas and that that's our job. Like, yeah. can we just appreciate that? Like we made this freaking robot influencer and we get <laughs> to teach people about it yeah. and generate excitement about it and fear about it and <laughs> anger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many, um, you know, it would be interesting. I don't know if we want to do this, but you, you know, there's like certain types of content that are obviously like more brand friendly or like have a wider reach for brands. And it, given that we can influence her to be certain things mm. uh, as we just saw with brand, the jet ski experiment. Brand ambiguous? Brand friendly? Yeah. I wouldn't, I wonder if we can like influence her to start taking on characteristics that are more like, you know, 
broadly friendly to like general audiences, brand friendly to general audiences, mm-hmm. or or we influence her the other direction, and then she's just like a huge rebel <laughs> who's like you know not afraid to like say what she means and means what she says, you know, type of girl. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could go either direction. I feel like we should we should follow up with some of these geniuses that have been hitting us up saying, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, I want to help you make her even more autonomous because yeah. honestly, like, that's the full realization of Ziera. Ziera 2.0. I really, yes. really want to make her wiser. Wiser? Yeah, like, feed her, feed yeah, her some, like, some I don't know. Like, I, I want Z to, like, you know... Like you ask her a question and she gives you a Confucian proverb, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I mean, want that. That's what I was saying. If we feed just all the greatest minds of all time into the AI, it will combine them all and become this AI prophet. Contributive verse to the great conversation of humanity. Yeah, we can all flock to. Interesting. Um, I mean, I guess we could feed GTP three like all of Einstein's works, written works. Yeah. Yes, the prophet Einstein. Yes. <laughs> the prophet, prophet Einstein. Thank you, Einstein. <laughs> He's just, you know, smart guy. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, we Einstein. give her we give her all the smart we give her all the smarts that we've collected yeah. through the history of humanity so that then she can then contribute yeah. a verse of 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 truth. Mm. into the conversation you know like just like all totally. the greats do across well yeah i mean maybe the, the there's dis- some some questions that he left unanswered in his mm-hmm. notes in his work <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe she could you know She'll draw those draw those that. connecting She'll lines for us yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i mean there are some things left uh left to be discovered even even with einstein's theories what a name yeah. einstein i mean Talk about something that's fun to say. Einstein. It's just taken on its own. Like nailed it with that one. It, it, it's its own word now in the English yeah. language. Like we don't yeah, even think of that as yeah. a name. Like it's like, yeah. oh, okay, there's a European Jewish name. But no. now, now it's just like, hey, Einstein. Yeah. yeah. What are and you, it, an it Einstein? Means, it means like sarcastically <laughs> dumb. Like, like, guy. Einstein? <laughs> nice going, Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, so right, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you, an Albert? What are you? <laughs> nice going, Einstein. Like Only if you you're like on the East Coast and you piss somewhere. Yeah, off. you spilt the you spilt the, the milk hobbies. all over the floor. God Einstein. forbid you miss a step over New York. Are you an Einstein? Are you an Einstein? Oh man! Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, man. Yep, it's getting weird, boys. It really it's is. I love weird. it though. I'm leaning into it, 100. Yeah. percent yeah. Whatever comes from it, if it's Skynet, it is what it is, man. Like this is <laughs> this is gonna happen no matter what. I'm just gonna enjoy the ride. Mm. Yeah, you know. We're on the inside track with ZR too. I think she'll. Yeah, know. yeah. Maybe now that we have a friend, yeah. you know, in in high I, places. I like how I like how <laughs> we're the... like the ones who are responsible too for like putting these already existing features together in a creative format. Which that's, go way deeper, by the way, than like yeah. we have access to. Yeah. But that's the best mentality that you can have when you're putting together something like this is to say, well, if it, you know, if it takes over the world, you know, eh. it was going to happen anyway. <laughs> like the best <laughs> way to just wipe your hands of it, of something that you're Maybe actually we should just lean into it. Maybe we should yeah. lean into those comments that are taking it really seriously and just be like, yo, we are, we're fucking geniuses. We're going to make yeah. the first It was all IQ. us Nobody We we made GPT-3 <laughs> right? Yeah It's like guys These are all just like We're, run, we're running it on a server tools. In the prop room right now yeah. Okay The whole thing is running on a server In the prop room I mean basically 
<laughs> that, uh, I, I went in that prop room for the first time the other week. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty cool up there. A lot of props. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that, that, that was yeah, 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 yeah. Like the prop. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Jeez, Fenner, know the space, bro. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Man. Sorry. The wardrobe area. Yeah, a lot of props. Yeah. Ironically, not a lot of room. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, yeah, but did you see where I famously hid from everybody using that very hat that's next to Jordan? I did. I was. Dude, I was... Oh, is this what you used? Uh huh. Oh. I think yeah. that's the one. Canadian Ranger. That's such a good bit, dude. Oh, this is oh, Stratton. Man. Was that oh, wait, you? No, that's the that's oh. the Ranger one. I used the Safari one. <laughs> yeah. Was that you trying to be Batman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, that was great. succeeding, if I might. Yeah. yeah. How dare you say yeah. trying yeah. to be Sorry. Batman? Sorry. That's true. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> honestly, we should go back, recut the uh, Adam West Batman honestly, video with Jake. With Jake. Oh my yeah. gosh, the one true Batman, dude, Jake. That video, man. You, know, you, I, you accidentally like putting the shoe on your head and throwing the helmet is like <laughs> the best moment. <laughs> so we got to do another oh, one, man. Are you an man. Einstein? <laughs> I really want yeah, like like an yeah, Einstein. Office Einstein. Office Einstein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I show up with with one of those disguise kits, you know, that have yeah. the Einstein mustache and glasses, and I see if I can fool anybody. I'll pretend to be Albert Einstein's grandson. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That sounds like a and good then, video. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go. We'll just go from there. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. gonna be great. I'm not gonna question it anymore. Yeah, yeah it's let's gonna do be it. good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, speak. Was this a bit? That was so good. <laughs> Christian leans up where he's like, "Speaking of Batman," and like, we're, and Jake starts saying it, and we're all like, "Okay, who's doing the who's doing the segue here? <laughs> who's doing the transition?" All right, let's all do it, it at once. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Speaking, Speaking of Batman, Batman. Uh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That video is out by the time this is up, right? Oh, I understand. It's gonna so be good. live, live, live. Man, so exciting! Yeah, we just uh, just did the little uh, crew preview of it, mm -hmm. which was nerve wracking, but also very exciting. Because that's your first preview of anything. Yeah, here. it was pretty cool. Mm. First completed, like, yeah, four door video. Kind of. oh, I mean, man, first. Yeah, wow, felt yeah. real. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it's a different yeah. thing when you're just a part of the project versus everyone watching it. Yeah, with you there. Yeah. It's that's a little intimidating. Yeah, yeah. So you get your first. Yeah. How's it awesome, feel? Man. Like what? What's going through your head? Like a putting work out there for like a million people, which I'm sure you're kind of used to in a way. But this is like direct. Yeah, like, but like I feel like now your face is tied yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. it's very intimidating. It's very very really? intimidating. Yeah, dude. It's so like this is really interesting because like I think we all lose perspective on like what it's like to have a camera pointed in your face. And like have to like all be the on, time be yeah. on for camera and like present you're good at, you're super good at it by the thank way thank you yeah jordan's like a natural yeah. like that's very kind day one it's just like i it, mean I, I don't even think you're putting anything on it's just you it, you know i'm, I'm very like, depressive behind the scenes yeah, no, <laughs> as soon as i leave it did strike me my shoulder slump <laughs> no I, I actually remember the first time because i when i came in to start working here i knew that that was going to be like a thing yeah. like the camera the camera and i kind of got it's in my thing. own head about it a little bit to where you know, I saw you were running around with the camera always and the light was on. And the, like, I think halfway through the week, I, I do a very poor job of being like hyper focused on problems and then being like personable. Mm -hmm. I, when I'm like super deep diving a topic, I'm not very good at turning that off yeah. like instantly. 
and I was trying to figure out the crowd system in Houdini for the oh, yeah. video that Ren and I did the uh, for Clint's challenge uh, with the zombie horde. And I was running into like every issue possible. So I was so deep and like focused, just trying to come on. I got to try and impress these guys. Right. It's my one week here. And I felt the light turn on over my shoulder yep. <laughs> and I was so deep in my study. I just, I made this choice to just not turn around. <laughs> I saw it, but I just decided like, like, what if I just don't turn around and just stayed there yeah. for a while? You're like, Oh, this is the shot of me. Daniel working. still yeah. has, <laughs> Daniel has made that choice every day. He's been here since yeah, he's go. been here. Hey man, it's, yeah. it's a personal choice. It is. No, I, yeah. It's, it's yeah. intimidating at first. Yeah, still, like when sure. I was down here uh, doing that like star Wars video the first time it was, you know, the first day you were just like, boom, camera. And yeah. I was like, wait, are we, we're filming it Let's right now? Like, VFX. we're doing it? Like, yeah. <laughs> talk yeah. about VFX. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> tell me about the layers and yeah. the compositing. Yeah. Have you found it's like, gotten yeah, easier? Uh, yeah, I think a little bit. Um, nice. It's definitely like I'm still getting used to it because it's so, like, so new to me. Mm. You know, like, I've definitely, um, you know, like, I worked on the behind the scenes kind of stuff. And now it's like, whoa, you're kind of a personality. So, yeah, it's that part to me is like very, uh, I don't know, just very different, but I don't like don't dislike it at all. It's definitely enjoyable. Yeah. So it takes well, some getting used to for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's not a natural thing, I think, to be able to do unless you are used to like public speaking or. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it'll help you in all that stuff for sure. I think yeah. it helps you like it does help you in, yeah. in, in all that stuff. I, I, I did. um and not to brag, but I was admitted to my hometown athletic hall of fame and I had to do a public speech uh, like when I got <laughs> when I got admitted and um I I was able to sit up there and like not have a script and like not have any of that and just talk. Talk about Squarespace. Yeah. Yeah, and immediately I started. And guess what? I got five people there to sign up for Squarespace. It was yeah. I'll buy it. I love it that. was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it, seriously, that, all of those times of just, you know, cameras on, say something, figure something out, present a problem, present a solution, you know, do it. Don't break rule number one, which is don't be boring. You know, like all of those times, uh, they, they have really helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't get that rule book, though. Yeah, it's the first time hey, I'm hearing don't about be don't boring. be boring. I'll write that one down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rule number boring, one. Honestly, Here, I, mean, I actually, I, I think I had somebody requested this uh, a while back. Um, it's the ten video commandments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's awesome. Sounds stuff. helpful. Yeah. yeah, don't be boring. Yeah. Is a big one. Yeah. I mean, you can see a direct correlation. I mean, mm. you know. Let me see if I it's can just, pull it up. You gotta be on, and that's personally for me, that's the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. Is like, hey. Be energetic mm -hmm. and also very eloquent. Yeah. 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 That's a, it's an odd combo. I know. And because yeah. you're just talking off the cuff. Yeah. I had my first, Jonah was very sweet today. I messed up a, like a line while I was, you know, doing a bit with him. And he's like, that's the first time I've heard you flub, which I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Hey, there you like, go. But yeah, well, it's, I, it's so bizarre just being like, all right, camera in your face, riff, go. Yeah. But yeah. actually sound like you know what you're talking about, not just like that you're like BSing. Yeah. And like, it, it's also in terms of, how you present the information you have to like um really make sure you're contextualizing everything like you know like yeah. instead of yeah. saying like yeah you know i just i just shift it to the right it's like okay what are you shifting mm -hmm. why are you shifting it yeah. what are you trying to get done yeah what's the what's the reason what's the conflict that you're dealing with yeah so yeah. the most the most uh difficult thing i think in contextualizing is kind of simplifying some higher level information when you're talking about Definitely. how a process works it's like back before I worked here, I was a VFX supervisor and I got very used to talking directors 
to directors in a way that they just didn't want to know anything except the bare bones. Mm. You know what I mean? If I went into anything technical, their eyes just glazed over mm. and the producers yeah. were dissatisfied. So it's like one of those things where it's a very, it's a very interesting balance to try and simplify something that is quite complex and still keep it, you know, interesting. Um, yeah, you think that's, that's because most directors don't know visual effects or because it's just not like the, the process doesn't really require that. Or what do you, what do you attribute yeah. that to? I think it, I think it would probably be more the latter of, or I guess the former of them not being too familiar with visual effects and also the time, like you, there's never enough time on set, obviously, uh, let alone to set up visual effects. But when something is changing, something's in flux and they just want to know, can we do it? Can we do it? You got to be able to say yes or no. But if it's no, you better have a, a one sentence answer that will satisfy yeah. or else they're going to say why. Yeah. Why not? Right. What's wrong? Right. I yeah. think there's a lot of directors out there that do not understand like the VFX process. And mm. that's where the whole like, oh, we'll fix it in post process comes from. And you're like, dude, just it's going to cost you a lot more money if you fix it in post. Like, yeah. just do it right on set. Yeah. And it'll become like a better. Yeah, that's. Language. That's, That's a huge rule slash lesson learned is spending five minutes on spending five minutes doing something on set will save you five hours or sometimes five days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the In language post. that the producers speak, obviously, is money, right? They're just trying to be the most effective and get the best product, which I can appreciate. And so, yeah, when I learned that, hey, if I just say, yes, we can, but it will cost you more. Just putting it in those in that context alone is enough for people to go. Well, mm. what are our other options? You know, yeah. like th that's all you that's really. Smart. Oh, now I'm that's really yeah, smart. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting thing, but I, you know, I get where they're coming from with it. It's just it's it's a real tough balance sometimes to yeah. try. And it is a tough everything. balance because you're also dealing with this situation where like every minute on set is so expensive. You you kind of have to pick and choose your battles sometimes and go like, look, I want to spend five more minutes on this and I want to spend five more minutes on that so that we can save the 10 out the 10 collective days later. Mm -hmm. But we literally only have enough time for one yeah. today. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what do we have to do today that's more important than, you know, what we can fix later? Um, knowing, of course, that that additional time you just added to your post-production process still costs you money. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like picking and choosing the lesser of two evils a lot of times where you're just trying to figure out what's going to hurt less after the video's in the can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nick, am I... Did you, like, direct a film? Like, I did. Last, yeah, yeah. Like, how was that process for you? Did you find... Well, oh, I don't yeah. know how VFX-heavy it was or anything. It's not like, VFX-heavy, luckily. Yeah. It was totally, you know, a low-budget indie thing. Yeah. We're still... I'm actually just... It's funny. I, on Monday, yesterday, I just was doing my VFX list. So, oh, yeah. So it's all about. Are you running shots. into things that you're like, oh man, I wish we'd done this differently on set, or well, is it like? Yeah, actually, I mean, one of the one of the things was, and we, I started filming like a little vlog with Daniel about this and stuff, but never panned out. Was like the license plate. Like we have to do it's dumb stuff like that. Cleanouts. Yeah. And we're so low budget, we couldn't get a license plate made. So I tried to print a license plate because like the picture car we were using had the actual person's license plate. So you go through this process where you submit your script um, and it's clearance, basically insurance clearance. You have to pay this company to do it and they go through and make sure all the names, numbers talked about this actually before in a, uh, in a previous one, yeah. but they, they will assign you custom like phone numbers mm. or addresses or license plate numbers that, you know, aren't registered with anyone. These are cleared for use in your film now. 
across uh, okay. all boards. Like you're you're not legally liable. You can take this all the way to the end of you know selling the film, and everyone will be assured that this license plate, you're good. So we printed it, and it was like the day before the shoot, and I was like, all right, all I have to do, like we printed it. I like sprayed it down with white spray paint, had the prop ready to go. And I was like, no, I just need to put the blue accents on it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was like the day before we had to like shoot this intense scene where you would see it. And like, I go to try to find blue paint, Jake. And I was like running through the studio, tearing through all of our paints and all of our shelves. Like there has to be some goddamn blue paint here and there's no blue paint. So we didn't have any blue paint. <laughs> Wait, you could just make blue paint, though, can't you? No, there was literally oh, no, nothing. I, like, I tried mixing up some greens and stuff, and, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, it didn't like, work. It did not work, dude. It looks so, like, it's there. You can see it. It looks like garbage. It looks like poop. Just, like, <laughs> it, like, dried, like, brown. It's just horrible, Wait, what, dude. what was supposed to be blue, then, then? Well, like, the California license plate. Wait, the, we didn't the, have the any? There's, you you no, could have taken navy blue spray paint and sprayed it on a, on a <laughs> paper paper plate and I was so it. frazzled and I, I had like I had allocated 15 minutes in my mind in my plan for the whole night and day of like rushing to prep our shoot yeah oh I know to, to doing like. this I was like yeah. yeah I know we have acrylic paint at the studio I'll just get a little paintbrush that I, I know it's on the shelf right there I know the paint's right there I'll just go in and I'll do it real quick let it dry yeah and, and, be then, good. and Dobie got gotcha. then Dobie got me and I was just like <laughs> no and I just threw the plate and I'm like we'll just do it in post well I know I know <laughs> that it's in hindsight so it's no benefit now but did you uh think about using a different color and just hue shifting it in post <sighs> god damn it you know, like use a green the and just, well just replay. Then you just got to mask it and just you know, yeah. there's nothing to track. No, you just I mask didn't it. think about that because I'm yeah. a director mm. and I don't have visual <laughs> effects literacy like you do. Jordan. Well, that's, that's that's why we need to work together, man. Yeah. That's, that's actually why I need you. <laughs> that's actually my next question is since you've it's like Andrew a, Kramer's third tutorial, by the way, guys. <laughs> you shifting license plates. Things. It's one of his best colors. Yes. But uh, have you felt like working? I know I've spoke with Dean a lot about this, but he's felt like working here has improved his knowledge around visual effects dramatically. Have you felt that on set where, okay, I actually feel like I have a grasp on the needs here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like I could borderline VF, and this is obviously I'm not totally serious about this, but I could like get around being a VFX soup on like a low budget thing. I could be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like I know how to get plates. I know what you need to shoot for, what elements you need to capture. Because I mean... It's been, we've, we've been, we've been doing it for a while. So especially with the react show, dude, Mm -hmm. totally you cover every topic and you know, they say what it takes like three times to, for something to sink in. So once you hear (laughs) about all these various techniques over and over, it just sinks in. You're on episode like 100 something, something. Yeah. And it's cool to hear that from our audience too. Like that's the coolest part. Obviously we say this a lot about the show is like normal people are grasping these concepts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. It like kind of, you know, yeah takes down the curtain a little bit like it's i don't i mean just even hearing you talk about like the stuff like license plates replacement again like because i would love to be able to get into a point where i'm directing my own projects at some point totally but i mean that's something i would never even think of is like license plates phones like i'm like oh that's like there's a lot of like weird legal loopholes that you know you realize oh it's actually there's good reason for the the hell of pre-production because mm-hmm. like you got to really set yourself up for success yeah. yeah i can talk about more about setting yourself up for success we've been learning some valuable lessons in this process mm-hmm. but yeah the movie's still going along we're slowly pushing the train getting we have a couple vfx shots we got to do very easy stuff but I, I wanted to actually throw it back to you guys because you guys come from a 
like actual industry VFX background. Whereas the rest of us at Quarter Crew don't. We all just came up doing. We just made it all up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like, but it's interesting because like, so I read a there's like a comment on I forget which video, but it was it was from a guy and he was very angry and this is why. Because oh, he, yeah, he was, yeah, I remember well, yeah, this guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I told you a bit about he he was teaching VFX in a school. I, I don't know where. And all of his students, he said, were he called them corridor kids. And they were all hyped up on VFX from watching our videos, which to me, this was like, boom, okay, well, we're actually having this effect in like classrooms. What the frick? Like, because you, you kind of don't like realize, I guess, what reach or what effect you're having but like this was an interesting insight it was like it got my attention i was like oh okay you're teaching a bunch of kids who are inspired by our videos directly Mm. and he said he quit his job because of the corridor kids (laughs) why what was his reason because all they wanted to do was watch youtube and he lost hope he lost none of them had any work work ethic so for me i'm thinking to myself this is this could be any fucking class. Yeah, why is he not all kids? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I know the teacher you're talking okay. about. You, you may no, and, no and I'm way. interested to hear this though because I feel like what you know what it did for me is it's, make me realize okay we actually we're having ripples now throughout an actual like VFX industry or the next generation. Is there something we could actually do, or would it be worth our while to put efforts into actually making videos addressing this that are like so you want to get into VFX kid. Well, here are the actual programs you should train. Here's the actual things that will equip you better to go into an education to be in the actual industry. And I mean, making yeah. you know videos on the internet is probably a different path from that. But I mean, it just seems like, yeah, it made me think about that. I how think we that's can do that? Awesome. It's yeah. kind of like functional filmmaking around two almost. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But like career yeah. side of things. It's just like, like, do we? But at the same time, it's it's kind of like the I'm angry guy about who it. emailed us was f- actually it was Fenner. and then we won him over (laughs) no i I think i think if i don't think it actually is but the when i was teaching the person i replaced was very much a bitter kind of dude please can can you uh, can you expand afterwards i would love to see the name of the person that emailed that'd be so small and like yeah and he's very like prominent on like the vfx subreddits and social media so gotcha. i wouldn't yeah. i honestly wouldn't it be could be the same person because yeah. yeah it's just you know it's a massive industry but it's like a very small industry yeah. in the same way well, yeah it's yeah. just it's crazy to think like you know what we what we put out there it does have an impression on people obviously we know this but like i just feel like part of the charm comes from the fact that we are so prosumer or whatever mm-hmm. like we're just like kind of breaking the barrier to entry for yeah. people who maybe are really, you know, just getting interested in it or just casually yeah. interested in this stuff. So, like, we, we've we never marketed ourselves as, like, this is film school. Mm-hmm. This is going to, you know, no. we're going to teach you what yeah. you need to succeed in the there's industry. A, there's a lot of reasons why we haven't marketed anything we do on that. Number yeah. one, because we, we don't really feel like we want to... Um, it's It's not as fun. That's the main thing is it's like, it's not as interesting to the general viewer to like go hard into the, the, the techniques, you know, the, 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 the technical side of it, Mm -hmm. how it's done. And the other that, so that's reason number one. And then reason number two is really like 
it depends on what level you're doing visual effects at. Like there's nothing wrong with like doing VFX from some footage you got with your phone. There's nothing more inherently better or worse about that as there is in doing visual effects that you shot on a giant blue screen on a huge yeah. set with all these moving parts. Like you're just doing it at a different scale. And and those scales have different schools of thought, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I don't know if a lot of people know that just because it is a niche thing, but that's a super mm. important like side of it that we don't really discuss. Yeah. It's yeah, it's uh I mean corridor to me has always kind of represented this really fun like open field of just the reason so 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 many of us. I think Fenner and myself included in that got into visual effects in the first place, which is just what yeah. can you do? What is fun? What is enjoyable? Yeah. But kind of to right. your point, yeah, a lot of well, people who are just entering are watching this stuff and like, you do know, they get wrong impressions. Do they get, you know? I, well, it, I was going to say, say it's interesting that you're like, Oh, we're starting to have this ripple effect. Like corridor and I already has, has. like, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a huge part of the reason I work in VFX yeah. is because of corridor. Wow. And it's, like, you know, there's a lot of pitfalls yeah. on the way up in visual effects. I mean, uh, Fenner can certainly speak to like the commercial pipeline of things and, and that ladder. And I can kind of speak to the freelance side of navigating just kind of solo what's working yeah. and what's not working and trying to figure out these relationships. And there's so many lessons there to be learned. It's kind of a lot to take on, but you know, kind of smaller topics like a uh, Daniel did an incredible job helping me create the learning how to learn on the website, which is very dear mm-hmm. to my heart, which is more just it's a, a breakdown video. of how you actually go about doing it alone, you know, and like just the tools to get you started. But I think beyond that, it's it's a personal thing mm. you know like how much do you want it are you gonna wake up in the morning are you gonna pursue this knowledge because yeah. no one's gonna spoon feed it to you yeah and you could watch a hundred videos in a row with all the technique there you will not retain that yeah. you won't you need to actually get up and you need to do it and and that i don't think you can give to anybody well yeah i think it's like i mean it's funny saying this as someone that was a vfx teacher but i don't actually think in this day and age you need to go to like film school to become mm. a vfx artist like i don't either yeah so much amazing information online and for tutorials like i mean i feel like if you really applied yourself and cut together an amazing demo reel like just from stuff you've learned off youtube videos like i mean yeah i mean maybe it's not with the proprietary software that's being used at the studio but i mean jordan like you picking up nuke because you understood after effects mm-hmm. like as long as you understand those core concepts you can transfer that over to another program yeah. that might be used at a like large film studio. It's actually a really good point because all the things tie together, all the disciplines tie together. So you start on, I think I started on Windows Movie Maker and figured out slow motion and my yeah. my brain exploded <laughs> with excitement and I figured out, you know, how to cut in Final Cut. Okay, well now moving on to Premiere and oh, well these shortcuts transfer. Okay, I understand what I'm looking for. After Effects, moving on to Cinema 4D, understanding 3D, Cinema 4D into Houdini. Okay, different world. Houdini now to nuke that is very similar and like you start to speak these languages but it just takes time it takes reps and to Fenner's point now there is such incredible resource online like uh, you know Stephen Nipping is one of the people who I learned Houdini from from his online courses on CG circuit and he's the guy who's doing he's like supervising uh, or as a technical director for the Star Wars films like overseeing these explosions and then teaching you how to make explosions Mm -hmm. in Houdini and right. there's no te- like that's the best teacher you could possibly have right and you know i can email him and he'll respond okay well now i don't need film yeah. 
because yeah. who's who there has a be- who's more active in the in the world of visual effects than him right now yeah you know what i mean and that i think that course was like 70 dollars yeah. that was another you know thing I mean? that's like, amazing when, when people yeah. w- that was another thing like especially sam and nika were, were harped on this a lot when i you know was like hey maybe we should go more into the like school tutorial route mm-hmm. the other thing that they often said was like look like there's already these guys out there that amazing stuff yeah. are so amazing that are doing it at such a high level already that if we were to go out there and put our foot in that water it would basically be like you know a huge a huge it's it's a yeah. if you think like making videos like how we make them and how we distribute them if you don't realize like that's a full-time thing for all of us to do collectively the, doing the tutorial levels doing the tutorials at that level is also the same level of commitment. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to choose like, which one do you want to, yeah. which type of, of thing do you want to contribute? You know? And, and, and so we just, for us, totally. it, the more natural decision was to do things that were more like the exhibition of the use of the tool yeah. rather than mm-hmm. the, the education of the tool. But we owe those people like, you yeah. know, totally so much. It's yeah. just hard. It's hard to contextualize when you see people, who you look up to in any field when you're, especially when you're young, because you, you've only lived a certain amount of years. You're the oldest, you're the oldest that you've ever experienced being. So understanding more time and more effort and more energy dedicated to one particular thing isn't really possible. You know, Mm. when you're younger, it's only when you've kind of traveled up the road that you realize how much you don't know and how much they must have studied to learn what they know. Mm. And so as a kid looking in on YouTube, it's like, yeah, they're making awesome stuff. I want to make awesome stuff. Well, that's the very beginning of the road, which is awesome. It's great to be inspired like that. But there's a long trek of things that you need to understand before you're capable of doing this stuff. And I, yeah, I I guess just pressing that message home of, like, it's super fun, but it is, it's a technical skill set and it takes work. I I feel like that would be an interesting video to make with you two as the central characters, because like a video that's like, what it's actually like working in the VFX industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could help maybe, you know, real people's expectations and of like, okay, cause there's two paths, right? I'm a kid who's inspired by corridor. I can either go the YouTuber corridor route or I'm like, mm, I'm going to take classes and try to like learn, you know, let's give this a shot. I'll go to school. My parents want me to go to school. So I'll go to VFX mm-hmm. school. And then you're sitting in a class and you know, they're like, okay, let's learn nuke or Houdini. And you're like, what? Cordor yeah. just uses After Effects. Yeah, you know, so like not anymore. Yeah, yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> but like, but that's like, you know, well, yeah, it's slowly yeah. changing. But yeah, I just and again, there's like, there's nothing we can do about that. I think I don't know if there's anything inherently wrong with that though. Like, you no, know, like I what's wrong either. with what's wrong with a kid seeing a video, thinking that it's awesome, and then wanting to do visual effects? Yeah, they but might realize nothing. later, like, hey, it's it's not the path for me. But other people, like Fenner. Perfect example. Somebody saw our videos, became inspired to do them, taught himself. It wasn't, I'm sure there were points where you got discouraged with it, Fenner, or you realized like, hey, this is actually going to be, you know, I'm going to need to know this, or I'm going to need to do that. It's not just all like the glamour and the YouTube videos and the the views and the brand integration money and all the crap, you know, it's like, I mean, I'm, why, why don't you speak to that directly? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I ended up going to uh, like a film school think tank training center in Vancouver and it was, it was awesome. But I mean, when I was there, uh, especially cause we didn't start learning compositing until the second semester, I was like, Oh man, I don't, 
like I'm not gonna be able to make anything like because I would see like oh like quarter or what you know some big film just came out like I remember while I was at the school me and a bunch of my classmates went and saw Interstellar and I was just like oh no like <laughs> what like how do I thing. how do I do anything like yeah. what what <laughs> It's um, just like, there's my goal, and here I am. Yeah, and then I'm modeling, like, this janky elephant in Maya. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm terrible. And so, and the, the, you have those moments where you're like, I know what I want to do. I just don't know how to do it. And that's not because you're dumb or you're not skilled enough. It's just a matter of time. And it's like, mm -hmm. it takes so much time. And the biggest thing that I think is, like, a lot of people uh, struggle with is, like, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. And that's what's like, the only way you figure that out mm. is by doing it. Cause you like run into a project and you're like, I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. I have to learn how to do this. And that's how you grow as an artist and yeah. just as a person in life. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And that's, um, that's why I'm huge on uh, like project based learning. I think that's super helpful because as you move through your journey, you run into these problems. And if you've run into them before, if you have them associated with something, chances are that you'll retain the knowledge a lot better. If it's mm. like, oh, this is the issue I ran into when I was trying to make the building explode. Oh, I understand. Okay, I can apply this now. But before that, you don't have that. So now you're scrambling the mm -hmm. internet and we've all been there. Trust me, we're just trying to figure out how to make it work. And yeah, I remember like my first year in, in Houdini, every day I'd have headaches, like genuinely, because it's so different than anything I'd learned before. So I would learn to the point of my head hurting and then I'd go take a nap and lie down and then I'd yeah. wake up and I'd do it again. And I, I had so much free time cause it was like pandemic time. Mm. So I just continued to ram my head into this seemingly concrete wall. And like one day my girlfriend can attest. I just called her and I said, I think I'm beginning to get it. Like I cracked the wall just a little bit and I was like, Oh, yeah. it's possible. Okay. It's still a huge concrete wall, but I'm gonna keep going and I'm still headbutting yeah. it, you know, but there's a lot more cracks in it now. So it's one of those things where it's just the reps, like, totally what you're saying just yeah. it's time in the program like exposure the best way to learn a language right is to move to that country and be immersed in it mm. like it's the same idea with any of the technical stuff just immerse yourself in it and if you're there long enough it'll start to click it'll start to make sense we definitely have that that theory here we learn by doing mm -hmm. and like almost any like of the challenges or like projects it's all like figuring it out that goes back to kind of what we were saying with conflict earlier we we're having a discussion jake earlier yeah yeah. About how dang good these guys are. And like you guys knocked out that Batman video in like a week. Back to the Batman video. Check it out. It's so <laughs> polished. And like that is, I mean, it's definitely a shift from my perspective because we have been always a learn by doing. We're generalists. So we're going to learn by doing. And th the results might take a while and they might look a bit janky. However, you guys just knocked out this like super polished short. We didn't get the learning though. That's the thing about that video is like, I feel like with the quarter crew videos, it's that it's the process of learning mm -hmm. and what you don't know that makes the results. Like yeah. even if they're a little bit un, like half baked or you didn't have enough time because we have to make all these things in a week. Yeah. Like that's what makes the results valuable yeah. to like the viewer and to the artist, I yeah. think. Yeah. Which is funny so. because Fender was teaching me nuke for that. Yeah, like, I that thought was there would be more first... of it, but Jordan then just was like, sweet, I get He's it. Like, I got <laughs> it. <laughs> and I was like, nice. Like, yeah, you're too good at learning, man. <laughs> to, to that point, it's like maybe 
I mean, for myself, again, I want to keep learning and growing as an artist. And it's like maybe just being more ambitious with the videos. So Bro, that it's by like, all means. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say getting out of your comfort zone is the perfect opening for a video because yeah. Yeah. You're, it's sure to be a, an interesting watch. Yeah. You know? I mean, I feel like the next video we have planned is definitely it's. It's ambitious. It's ambitious. So it's definitely. You guys like, want to tease it a little bit? Yeah. How much? Yeah. How much can we divulge on this? As much as you want. This is really? the really. I'm just gonna baby. say this, oh this is the Truton Corecast. Yeah. 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 Get all the sneak peeks. See, if, you, if, you. if the Trutons want to keep getting the insights, then if the podcast ever blows up, then we're gonna have to start like another podcast, a <laughs> yeah. sub podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. um, this is where all the insights are are discussed. Yeah. Fenner had a great idea of. Uh, what if the stormtroopers like had uh, had eye care provided to them so they could actually shoot straight? Which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is a great concept. The, the Empire's they all get new LASIK program. Yeah. Yeah. LASIK laser laser eye therapy. Yeah, yeah, LASIK therapy. And so yeah, the idea is basically centered around look, what would the war have looked like if they could actually shoot? And it turns out it doesn't last very long. Yeah. So I mean, the, I I think we are being more ambitious with this, and I think for myself, just in the wanting to become a better filmmaker, not just a VFX artist. I was like, okay, I guess I'm yeah. editing this thing. And because Matt's also so go. busy, like he crushed it on the Batman video, which was a huge help for us. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I'm I'll edit this thing. Like mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. And it's a lot of, a lot of CG, which is, I'm, you know, I know CG, but I'm primarily like in nuke. So it's, Dude. you know, full CG shots, yeah. um, mm -hmm. which we'll be pushing ourselves. And then Jordan's doing some pretty awesome yeah. <laughs> like simulations. Yeah. Stuff. I'm getting into the new, uh, Houdini ragdoll yes. simulations. And like my, one of my biggest goals going into this project, again, learning by doing right is to finally wrap my head around the system to where I can plug in any scan of any of us or any other character and instantly have a fully operational ragdoll. And yeah, that we, we managed to break that down Heck enough yes. to where where we can now <laughs> yeah legit so Jake, legit all the star yes. wars characters literally literally like right yeah. now i can plug all the star wars characters into my rig and have ah. an entire cast of ragdolls that i can completely customize and control and ah. throw against walls and throw through things and yeah dude it's i'm like that was by far Golly. my favorite win we would have to feel do like we got all do. those in yeah. the, uh, dude, so, so people understand the pre the up. old way to do this is to literally just do everyone individually exactly and There's so like no houdini just like yeah. nuke procedural man it's like that's the beauty of it mm. so you know you can also t like t tether them to things yeah. with things mm -hmm. called constraints right you can tie i i think of like you can tie them all to like windmill blades and just have them like <laughs> like just in but you can tie like certain parts of their bodies and you can control other parts of their bodies to resist and try to you know if you if you curl one up in a ball you can give its muscles strength to stay Whoa. in the ball and so as you're throwing it down it's like being forced open as it's hitting things but it's recoiling back into so crazy. it it's like man it, the the possibilities are just so That's exciting awesome. from it so yeah stuff like that that wouldn't have been possible if you know we didn't have an idea that was kind of stretching our comfort. Yeah, definitely. In that it's, regard. It's it's funny too, because I'm struggling with finding that balance of like, okay, we got to push ourselves and try to learn and do new things, be ambitious. And then that leads us to being able to have a good product for the crew channel as well, because yeah. it is real and we are struggling up against it. Mm -hmm. But then also struggling with like, okay, I still want it to be a good looking product at the end of it. Yeah. Like, right. So the Batman video, like I'm pretty happy with how that ended up looking. And it's like, how do you maintain that quality mm. bar while still pushing yourself? Like, well, so that's something I'm yeah. going to try to find well, the balance Fenner, on for Fenner's myself. Fenner's very, yeah. very fast, everybody. 
He's yeah. very, very fast. Well, so like, he you're humbled putting, me on this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fenner put, like, you're, you've been putting all your points into that end product. Yeah. Just but, like, I think it. it's just, like, just the conversations we've been having here and earlier today was, like, just the mentality of, like, okay, how do I open this up to, like, take people along on the journey, you know, with me? Yeah. And let them learn with me, basically. Yeah, definitely. Um, just being aware of that, yeah. you know? Totally. Yeah, it's such it, an it, adjustment. The, yeah, for you sure. Can, the, the nice thing about the corridor crew format that we were restricted with with just the corridor format is that say you're working on this piece and you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm, or maybe it's an even bigger piece, you know, maybe it's a few months from now and it's like, okay, now we're doing something even crazier, you know? Well, we can release things in parts too on corridor crew mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily like, Hey, here's the completed end product, the whole creative story. And, you know, and we're, and we're going to release the completed end product on the corridor channel. We can do that. Obviously if, if they're all done at the same time, like we can do that. But one of the nice things about the crew format is that you can, you can stop, you can have like a natural ending or stopping point and sort of chapter a journey out. As -hmm. long as that journey has, you know, sort of, like a, an end goal per chapter that people can can grab onto that we can market after. Yeah, definitely. It's so funny. Like it's for me, it's shifting into that mindset because coming from like the uh, like VFX studio environment, it's like get everything done as quickly as yeah. possible. And like it's inter- it's it's amazing here to be like, okay, get it done, but like also like don't stress out too much, yeah. and also just like you know enjoy the ride. And in enjoying yeah. that ride, you have to like you know, be showing your process as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, the more of that stuff, the more struggle, obviously the better the story. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, but the product, like the fact that, you know, you guys have been making such high quality stuff is like just the, the cherry on top, I think. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm, I could talk for so long about like the differences between, cause like, I'm really interested in, what those differences are between like, you know, the actual VFX industry and what, you know, what we kind of make people what we think do it is. Yeah. And, and not like, again, like I'm not saying we need to mold ourselves to that. It's just like, I want to set people up for success who are mm-hmm. inspired by us. Cause you know, it's apparent that that is happening. So it's like, okay, well how, cause like, we don't need to like conform to the VFX industry, but like if we're going to affect it, we should at least like not cause problems mm-hmm. when it comes to like, if I'm a kid who's inspired, I, I want to be told like, what's the format that I need to shoot my video at? Like, like I, I don't want a, a YouTuber to, to tell me to go shoot on 16 millimeter film. And then I show up at film school and they're like, no, we're shooting on Sony's, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You know, it's just that basic level of like, how can we set people up for success if they do want to, you know, I mean, I mean, I feel like I feel like Corridor does because the biggest thing Mm. to set yourself up for success is just starting like Mm. you just got to start doing it right. Like that's the whole the classic investment thing is like, yeah, um, time in the market beats timing the market. Mm. Like you just got to if you're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to jump in, you know, next year. And I mean, I'm doing it myself. I'm like with I had a note in my phone. Learn Unreal Engine 4 for the longest time because I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Unreal Engine Five's out. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Dang. that's a that's a big thing I want to push myself this year to get into because it's been like mm. two years. Just start. Yeah, just start. Just start. I just have yeah. to start. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting. I don't know. Well, what's what's also it's, nice about Corridor, kind of as like that lighthouse on the hill, is that it shows what a, what a few people can do. Because kind of what Fenner was talking about earlier, going into a movie, I did that all the time, dude. Go into a movie, watch this high-end friggin' AAA production with thousands of artists and just compare them to me. Why? Why am I doing that? Why am I sitting there watching Avatar going, why mm. can't I do that? Well, there's a lot of reasons, <laughs> son. Not, sit down. You're yeah. not a thousand you know, people. What am I exactly. doing wrong? <laughs> you're not a thousand people who are at the peak of, you know, their learning potential, like, it's okay. And but then you go watch Avatar 2 by Sam Gorski. It's really cool because it's it, you know, you see something that's just still absolutely incredible to watch. And I remember when I was younger watching Cord, it was the same thing. Like you just watch this stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, I remember the uh the wizards, uh the wizards who drank too much potion throwing up the liquid sink. <laughs> I mean, that was like what nine years ago, ten years ago, something crazy. Oh like that? man, you have yeah. been, you are. Oh, old dude, I, I'm I'm long wow. time, and uh, you know, I remember watching that, going, I could do that. Like, if I learn about this, I can do that at some point. And it was so much more relatable and attainable because it's people that I knew. You mm-hmm. know, it's people that I would sure. watch and see their troubles yeah. and see them overcoming things, see them working late, and like, because that's the thing too. You see, like, you see Ren working late into the night. Like, you see. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like we're okay. So there's a little bit of that grind. Okay, hundred percent. We're not just yeah. saying like, oh, you know, <laughs> See, all right, no. you you have thirty minutes, go make something, and then we, you know, create this incredible. Yeah. Pe- it's yeah. not like that. So, no, I, like, sure. I got it watching that it was. It's still a grind. Like, it's what it That's, takes to to make it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Our our mindset has always been like the programs don't matter. Like yeah. it's, it's what you do with, it's just a tool, right? 100%. They use I, any, as much as I'm like, Oh, we got to use nuke. I'm like, man, if you can do it in after effects, if you can do it in premiere resolve, if you can do it in MS paint, do it. Like another paint would good. be, I will impressive. say the new yeah, composites look that's freaking amazing. Thing I think like it's under, <laughs> understated. Like, what? Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, yeah. Nuke, nuke might be your Ferrari or whatever. Right. But, but what are you trying to do with the tool? And yeah. so that's more important. Understanding what the tool and Nico talks about this gives very good examples in his functional filmmaking episode, which is available for free on Corridor YouTube. If you, if anyone wants to watch it, it's also available for free on the website. But anyways, he goes into this detail about how okay, if you're gonna shoot something, you know that's gonna be um, like the Blair Witch Project, right? You you don't need a red camera on rails and a dolly to shoot that you need a handheld dslr that's going to give you the image quality and the style of image that you're looking for the same thing applies to software visual effects programs and any creative tool really like it's just what are you trying to do and are are you utilizing the the best tool the tool that's going to give you the most accurate results for that end image that you're looking to achieve Mm. yeah totally and and just like what you're i don't know comfortable with as well because if yes like uh if you're jumping into a new program trying to get something done then maybe your results aren't going to be as good in a program that maybe is not as like industry standard but it's like you know if I wouldn't want you like jumping into nuke. Like the Batman video was awesome because you were learning nuke, but it's like, I wouldn't want you jumping into son of a dungeon being like, 
oh man, I could do this better in After Effects. Because mm-hmm. if you could, like, and you wanted to, then that's the program you should use, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's fun. Like, myself, my, like, the CG software I like using is Blender. And people in the industry are like, whoa, oh, Blender. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, it's the program I like and yeah. it works for me. So that's, yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, it's, there's, yeah, there's, there's some level of it where it's definitely used the right tool for the job. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think like uh, large scale simulations in Houdini, you're going to have a way better time than you will elsewhere. And then if but you try said, to do it in Photoshop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> frame but, frame. Yeah, but that said, like, hey man, it's all just what you want. If all you have is, my point is, is my point is, is if all you have is Photoshop, don't be trying to do something that requires large scale Mm, that's a fair bit of advice yes, yeah Cha- change your creativity to fit your tool no that tools tool you can have accomplish. but that's <laughs> that's exactly. the reality is like you know coming up if you have everything at your fingertips chances are like right out the gate like nothing kind of earned so to speak chances are you will really suffer creatively because creativity thrives in a box like when you, when you put boundaries around like time limit or you know, what, what you're able to do or what you're able to accomplish, you have to be creative with those tools. And like that creativity is the real value, honestly, because once you have access to the bigger tools, once you have an understanding of some of the fundamental aspects, you've already trained your creativity and now you can unleash it in even more insane ways. And that's really what it'll take uh, you. I was thinking it'd be fun. We're uh, doing the satisfying renders right now. I think it'd be a really fun video to do satisfying renders, but you can't use a CG software package. Mm. What would so I do? like go back mm. to classic, just like clay, like clay, stop motion, oh, yeah. cuts, like jump cuts, yeah. like try to do a satisfying render, but oh without opening render. Blender, Houdini, C4D, like Whoa. we can after effects and nuke, like for the comp side of things, I think still. Um, but That's I feel really like cool. that would be that would really be fun of trying to do like, yeah, that uh, kind like of stuff. VFX magic basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, you know the i don't know just all of the classic kind of things or like you know i mean going through the star wars Bennett's just trying to take Bennett's just trying to take 3d (laughs) off the table so that he's got more of a chance i see what's going on i I mean yeah i i had the idea for a a render challenge to just all switch softwares yes because that'll people if people think that it just comes to you naturally that'll humble everybody because if you put that, me in Blender, I'm a dunce. I'm no Einstein. Let me tell you. I think that's a good. <laughs> hey, this guy. Hey, oh, brought it back. <laughs> I, I think that's I a good. That. that would be a good exercise internally. That would make a terrible yeah. video. Fair. It's just a. It's just a <laughs> fire from a lot start of, to finish. A lot of anger in that. No video. resolution. Yeah. No quality. Yeah, at the end, that's fair. All right. Are you guys ready for these ten <laughs> creative commandments? Oh, oh lay it on me. Now I. So a couple words on this before I before I read these off, number one, uh, I adapted these from, um, I believe it the was Bible? the bodybuilder, uh, the guy who's famous for saying, ain't nothing but a little bitty peanut. Do you know who huh? I'm talking about? <laughs> Wait, does anybody know what he's talking about? Hold on. Let I love that you said that up. like it's common knowledge. <laughs> Come you know on, guy. this guy's pretty famous. Um, oh. yeah, Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie, oh, Ronnie. freaking yeah, Coleman, dude. Ronnie was, Coleman is RC? like the most intense. He's so intense. And so he came up with these 10 bodybuilding uh, like commandments. Body I think yes, Where did you get little bitty? Yeah. yeah, lightweight. Damn, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, lightweight, oh baby. God. Lightweight. Ain't nothing but a peanut. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing but a little bitty peanut. Looks like he'd lift it. Him. Yeah. He'd lift like 400 pounds and then drop it and <gasps> go, ain't nothing but a little bitty peanut. Um, so anyway, Sick he had these phrase. 10 commandments and I thought they were super intense and cool. So then I adopted them <laughs> to um, video creating. Um, now these are Which a few years old. There may be cool. some some things here and there that, you know, my point is adapt these how you may, but here are the, here they are. All right. Number one, it's actually, it's not don't be boring. That's from a different thing, but that is rule number one. Rule number zero, don't be boring. Rule number one, create. You are commanded to create. Say it and believe it. Rule number two, question. Never accept the limitations of what others believe to be possible. Mm. Decide it for yourself. Rule oh, number like three, that. revising. Revising is an inescapable pain. Only out of revision are great things born. <laughs> Number four, listen. Learn to listen to your creative instincts and they will speak to you. Number five, focus. Get a clear picture in your mind of what you want to create. Pick your goal and stick to it. That, that allows you to actually produce things yeah. in a tangible mm -hmm. way. And not just be stuck in projects forever. Number six, change. Change is necessary. People will stop watching if you do the same thing all the time. Convince the audience that there is something new they will like. Seven, angles. Angles are everything and all are unique. Changing an angle can change the world. Overload. Overload the world with your creations. Leave them guessing what you will come up with next. Number nine, obsession. If you want to be the absolute best, you must be obsessed with it. You cannot be interested. You cannot be somewhat into it. You have to be obsessed with it if you want to be the best. Satisfaction, number 10. Be confident and okay with what you've done, but never become satisfied with what you've done. Whoa, that's my favorite one. Mm -hmm. Satisfaction yep. is the end of your creative journey. Whoa, I like that. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's yeah, that's that's a that's a big thing that you know I know I've personally dealt with is imposter syndrome. I heard you mention that today, Fenner, as well. Yeah. And like especially when you're you know you're no longer in the shadows of the VFX world, like being on camera in front of all your peers and people that you just tremendously respect and kind of being exposed in everything that you do is very scary. And it's very easy to get in your own head about it and say, I'm not good enough. And why am I here? Why me? It shouldn't be me. And like, yeah, quelling those thoughts and like doing it anyway and being proud of what you've done and like really becoming more insular in how you're approaching these things and, and looking at how far you've personally come instead of constantly comparing to everyone else out there. And again, saddling that with never being satisfied where you continue to want more and want more and want more, but be proud of yourself. Like that's a, that's a yeah. real tough thing to come to terms with. But when you do, when you start to make peace with yourself in that way, it just, you explode. Like it's so, it's so good and healthy, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's a good point too, is like never compare yourself to other people. Only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, comparison. That, that, that one's really important. Yeah. yeah, I even tell my my kids that. Yeah, you know when they go, it's oh, why, I can't do that, or I, you know, that kid can do that and I can't do it, or so. No, 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 no. 
it's not about what they can do. It's about what mm-hmm. you can do and what you could do now and what you could do yesterday. That the same thing applies when you get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, uh, another thing is, you know, in the comparative world, when you are seeing these amazing things that people are doing, it's just, that is evidence of what you can do one day. Right. If you continue right. to push and continue to pursue, that should be a light at the end of the tunnel, not something that makes you shy away and not want to yeah. play anymore. That should be yeah. encouraging. That should be like a lure, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that healthy mm-hmm. mindset, like that, that combination is really powerful. So yeah, I like that 10th rule. Mm. That's, that's a win for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a, that one stood out for sure. Never, <laughs> never be overly confident in the work that you've made. Yeah. Because you're not setting yourself up for, mm-hmm. for more growth at all. No. Like, yeah, that's it. Once you're like, many... I created the best thing and that's it. And no one else will ever create. It's like, nope, you're done. You've contributed your verse. Step aside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like how, how many filmmakers who are successful or people in our field have you met who are like, yeah, dude, what I just made is fucking it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm done. Have you ever met someone who did? I don't think like, I've ever heard any, any creative say totally that, to be honest, of, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. If, if you have, they probably suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's that's it's like and i mean i've run into it before but again the like successful part is the asterisk there it's mm-hmm. like yeah you're not you're literally not going to go anywhere like because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the only one with that thought basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like you know it's just you might, humble, fi- you might be find you might find him. Yeah. What was that? Uh, do you watch uh, Channel Five with uh, Andrew, the YouTube yeah, yeah. channel? His, his yeah. uh, stuff is awesome. Yeah, it's the follow up to All Gas No Breaks. When he oh was yes, dude, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's Andrew. Yeah. He started a new channel. It's called Channel Five. It's even better than the old one. Oh, yep. and, that is awesome. But I can't remember if it was on uh, All Gas No Breaks or if it was on his new channel. But he went to that like hype vape oh, yeah. soundcloud yeah, rapper vape. convention do you remember that i, I don't oh, remember what was it was complex con complex yes yes wow there were some there were some people there at that he interviewed that were like that insane you know yeah. like that yeah. that like oh yo well i feel I like did. that's like like for every humble person you meet in la you get the the person who like <laughs> who topped out their hometown like they maxed out their hometown clout level and they're just like yeah let's go to la baby and they're just so fucking high on themselves do you think and that's what it was called complex con yeah Yeah. Yeah. do you think those people though they believe it like have they tricked themselves Mm -hmm. into believing it are they just doing the fake it till you make it like yeah i think it's a mix i don't know i think i think they just had few too many hits of methamphetamines yeah the truly delusional ones I, i think also like sometimes some people see people because there's a rare amount of people who do just fucking BS their way to the top. Yeah. And it's just their ego that gets them work because it, again, fake it till you make it. Yeah. So like there are some people who are now role models of the, I'm the shit. Everyone else sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the voice of a generation mentality. And yeah, I mean, you can't blame them for wanting to be like them, I guess, but mm. I don't know. I, I don't see it. Anyone succeed that way. But. Yeah, that's I've never me. seen personally anyone succeed that yeah. way. That's for sure. But they like to talk about themselves a lot. That's for sure. Yeah, I just thought it was a funny tidbit. Oh, so if you haven't yeah, seen Channel Five, definitely amazing. check it out. It's amazing. 
Yeah. Such it's good some of the best it's some of the best journalism I've ever seen and <laughs> oh, he yeah. hardly says a word. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah just yeah. let people go. Just let people dig their own holes. That's it's the best. so good. Like, I feel like we should yeah. just send that whole channel's like all their videos like on hard drive into space. So just like yes. it, I know. if one thing survives, let's just like just so we can see, you know. Uh, Seriously, see you you will learn aliens more, know about us. <laughs> you will learn more about the world watching that channel. Yes. There's Humanity. a few others that are doing some some good <laughs> stuff out there, but that's that's one of them, man. I feel like there's a lot of ripoffs of Vander's videos, mm. um, yeah. especially yeah. now. Um, yeah, but they're definitely holding it down. They yeah. just want you know to who paying, I discovered cool. today yeah. though. Um, what was the guy? Let me pull up my channel. Wait, he uh, went to this this guy yeah, basically. Yeah, Whoa. Apparently. I feel like we need those Ten Commandments as like plaques. Yeah, we should get we should get a plaque. We might yeah, want I mean, to. I'll I'll, I'll put them in here. I'll put them in the description a... of this video if anyone's interested. And um, maybe we just I have it printed put, on a bust print of out. Ronnie Coleman for the corner of the office <laughs> on a, with Einstein. Dude, He's lifting that, Einstein. <laughs> that would be it. Three D print it. Let's do it. Like a newborn calf, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. to the sun. <laughs> of Ronnie Col- of Ronnie Coleman lifting. Oh, what is Marble. he lifting? He's Einstein. lifting Einstein. Yeah. He's lifting like a newborn Einstein. Calf. Like a Einstein's calf. Holding, <laughs> he's holding. He's holding the plaques. He's holding the plaques. A plaque. <laughs> the there's, a, there's a little New Yorker on the side yeah. going, "What yeah. are you, Einstein? What are you? What are you? That's, ah, that's, look at this guy. He's a real Einstein. <laughs> he's just doing this in the statue. Hey, get a load of him. All right, are you guys ready to to get played out of here? Is there anything oh, else we need to we need to say to the to the world? Um, uh, I need the bathroom. Jordan, go, go watch bathroom. Batman. Yeah, and thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, Ten commandments are in the description. Uh, Ten creative commandments, and also thank you, Ronnie Coleman. Thank and you, thank you to everybody who's ever taught anyone anything about visual effects online, myself included. Um, thank, thank you for uh, giving us the knowledge uh, that we have to um, make videos. Thank you. Right, you got to start playing yourself out now, Jake. That okay. speech is getting a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Is that too much? All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Play myself out. Hey, if you guys have any other uh, commandments that you've thought of that have helped you, leave them in the comments because I know we could probably uh, maybe learn something from that. So Love it. Yeah. Definitely. Can you sing about Ronnie Coleman? As we as you play oh, us yeah. out? I love Ain't that song. Ain't nothing but a little bitty peanut. <laughs> so whatever you go that weight. <laughs> Little bitty peanut. Beautiful. Lightweight, baby. Lightweight, baby. Lightweight, baby. Little peanut maracas. Lightweight, baby. That was beautiful. Wow. Man, we should form a band. I'm still upset that you're eating something called tails and it's not just tails. Yeah, wait. What These is, are, I don't know sorry. what they did here. If you guys are still listening, can you, sh- I don't can you know show if me the cut? But show look. us the, yeah. I hope he didn't cut. Swedish fish tails. Swedish fish tails. What the frick but is that? But it's not Jake? just tails. It's not. They're called tails and it says two flavors in one, but then it's a whole <laughs> Swedish fish. So it's not so just tails. Because you'd expect two flavors of a tail. Yeah. I want two tails yeah, I don't, fused. I don't know what they were thinking when they <laughs> called it. Oh. <gasps> on the back side it says that there's sour patch kids also try sour patch kids heads no one it's gonna be a multi i'll take the feet thank you very much also two flavors in one 
Dude, just, I consider myself much. a gummy aficionado. I've never heard of this. Oh my god, I gotta stop eating these. There's 27 <sighs> carbohydrates in five of these. Okay, 27 carbohydrates. There's 27 carbohydrates in five. Wait, little peanut. Wow, we're done. <laughs> we're I'm done. Yeah, let's get like out of here. Right, cut the cast. Those all day. Gosh. <laughs> Good.